In this episode of The Full Nerd, we're still hungover from CES, but we can still talk about the cool-ass PC gear we saw. Welcome to The Full Nerd, episode 38, recorded on January 11th. 2018. I'm Gordon Mung, along with Brad Charkas. Hello, Internet. Who is still warm out there. And special guest, Melissa Rufrio. Hey. And, of course, controlling the vertical and horizontal is Adam Patrick Murray. Hey, Gordon. I went to CES 2018, and the only thing I got was this light-up fidget spinner. He had to bring out the fidget yep. spinner. From, uh, from HyperX. Uh, thank you, HyperX, for the light-up fidget spinner. This I've podcast been brought to you by Everyone HyperX. send yeah, Adam fidget more spinner. fidget spinners. More. He doesn't have enough of them. <laughs> I know. Yes. And especially light-up ones. I, I did not have a light-up one before. This this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was actually at the Kingston HyperX booth, and you know, they were like, because, you know, I think they were giving away, like, pretty nice, you know, hey, media, you know, 64 gig, you know, USB key. I was like, I, I need the fidget spinner. <laughs> that's actually what I did. Like, like, I stole two of them. Don't worry. This uh, the 64 gig uh, uh, USB stick has all of our press materials on it. Yes. Sh- yeah, just reform. It would be cool <laughs> if actually the fidget spinner was a USB key. I'm sure there that is would one. be Ooh. cool. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure people have done that. Pretty good. Now, Adam is not usually he tries to sidetrack us. Well, actually, it's, you know, I'm not going to sidetrack, but I am going to uh, say something that that, that I realized. Uh, you know, all the people who tuned in live on Facebook, YouTube, thank you guys uh, for tuning in. But just so you know, you can listen to the full nerd on the go anytime you want uh we we deliver this as an audio podcast so you know go to go to itunes or google play or stitcher or uh pocket casts and uh, make sure SoundCloud. you leave reviews yeah leave reviews you know it's uh i i actually listen to every single show after it comes out uh, really uh, yeah on on pocket casts wow uh, yep it's true that's pretty good i yeah. usually uh, sometimes i try to listen to it but yeah, it's but, fun. Uh, but you know what? I, I but, but you were here. Why would you listen to it again? I know because you want to like listen. To like, what did I slur this time and get wrong? Because <laughs> you know you misspeak and then it just it's permanently on the record. It doesn't come back. Sometimes you it just those it, missiles back. It just sometimes uh, brings me back to the you know listening to you on uh, uh, the No BS podcast. Oh, well, uh, you know I'm those like, were oh, like it's Gordon. Those were the fun days. <laughs> no rules. Yeah. No rules. No rules. Um, but I do want to get into. Cool ass stuff from CES. Yeah, Melissa and I just came back. Adam as well. Yes, we just came back from the Consumer Electronics Show. It's not called the Consumer Electronics Show anymore. Really? Really? Yeah. It doesn't stand for that. Really? (laughs) No shit. Are you hey? Oh, hey! Do you want the lawyers to get after (laughs) us? Sorry, they make a big deal about it. What does he down there now? (laughs) It's like, what does KFC actually mean? Does anyone know? You're already handing out Star Wars. Cut it out, Adam Patrick Murray. Do you, do you guys know where the first KFC is? No. What? Uh, the, the first KFC. But, but no. hopefully in its home state. No, the first KFC was built in Salt Lake City, what? Utah. What? Yep, I've I've really? been there. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, I used my, to go. My there. whole life is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's not from. I mean, I, I th- oh. I'm sure it is from there. Everything the, is a lie. And I, I bet they were building a bunch of them at the same time. But Branding. that's the first one that opened. Who was would in Salt buy Lake City. Utah Fried Chicken? I know. <laughs> go to UFC. I mean, it, UFC. It just, UFC. It'd be Utah Fried oh, Chicken. Okay. That's I was like, that's a whole UFC. <laughs> I just can't. Oh, everything. Just, oh, that's just, I'm not surprised. I mean, just everything we hear is a lie, basically. Yeah, it's true. But you know what's not a lie? What is not a lie? Brand new 
Intel collaborating with AMD. So brings back on Who topic here. No, Who that's a lie. That can't be true. Yeah. It is. It's it true. is crazy, right? So we saw it there. KB Lake G announced officially. Yes. Yes. Of course, it was like worst kept secret in the world, but bring in the new year. <laughs> well, and it was a huge surprise because Intel and AMD have been rivals since day zero. And why would they possibly collaborate on a chip? But here we are. We have a uh, eighth generation core mobile chip and a uh, Radeon. Uh, Vega the, M. Yeah, Vo, Radeon. We got to go. The full name of the part is Radeon okay. RX. I memorize this. Radeon RX Vega M. Graphics processor. I, I forget what it is. It's crazy. It's like okay. it's like a paragraph. GL, GH, so, GL, and GH. Say it again when I, while I count backwards. Yeah, it's a Radeon, <laughs> okay, 37, RX, 36, Vega, 35, 14, M, 2, GL. 20. Yeah. Nice. He's Perfect. good. Yeah, so we're in those two of them. So there's like GL, which is lower end, lower processor, has fewer CUs. GH, higher end version. Both of them are 65 watt parts. And of course, the magic of this is. 8th gen quad core chip which uses Intel's new EMIB uh, oh god I can't remember anymore embedded die interconnect <laughs> it's basically a way that they can connect you know the chips on a high speed interface and you shrink something that might be this big down to this big it's super tiny um, it has yeah. a 4 gig 4 gig stack of HBM2 right next to well, the Well and we've already Vega tested M. some laptops with this uh, chip and it's fast yeah so, I mean, they're, they are claiming, uh, we saw two, right? There's two announced, uh, HP Spectre X360-15, uh, and also a... Uh, that's that's bad timing on that name, huh? You're Which there one? updating the Spectre, right? Is the middle of all the Spectre and meltdown bugs are going on? Oh, I know. So, you gotta, I don't the, know. The, the, the name's been around for a long time. What's HP going to do? <laughs> yeah. Suddenly yeah, change it to Utah? Yeah. We're going Sorry, back to Utah Fried Chicken. <laughs> I don't think they could do that. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how... I consumers i don't i'm gonna hope consumers can understand like oh it's not the oh i'm actually buying a laptop completely built on some like unsafe technology necessarily <laughs> i mean the name you know Ocean but yeah Mac? yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh so in performance for people who don't know it's now officially so the gl part uh the benchmarks brad brad's got something to say about this the benchmarks uh intel is saying because we have not actually run independent benchmarks on it we have touched them we played with them a little bit but we haven't been able to benchmark them uh gl is 10 they're saying greater than 1050 performance it's actually like 1.4 1.3 x uh, mm, 1.4 and then on the gh part which has more cus they're saying maybe 1.3 a 1060 of, of a geforce gtx 1060 1.13 yeah I have so. them right in front of me so i'm cheating <laughs> i don't think they say whether it's a, a six gig or three gig because there are some three gig 1060 laptops but i'm gonna i'm gonna assume it's the six gig which is what you're seeing well, most laptops yeah. well they said it's uh higher performance than the 1060 max q oh okay that's it and so yeah, that's memory. the six gig version oh okay so that's that's pretty it's, good it's exciting because as i said before we've already tested just regular kb lake g and going from dual core to quad core on mobile huge improvement and if they now add you know this um vega m gpu I mean, that's what we've been waiting for. We've been waiting for a mobile GPU that didn't require a big, fat, chunky, heavy laptop, you know, but wasn't as as boring as an HD 620. Yeah. And I got to say like that, that, you know, because, you know, uh, they announced KB Lake G, you know, a couple what? months ago, maybe uh, three. Yeah. Several months ago. November. Right? A couple months. November. 
But then it wasn't until you actually, like, I was like, well, so what are these going to go into? Like, Aero yeah. 15, which I think is a great laptop, XPS 15, current, fairly thick, you know, Z-height, pretty big laptops. They can get 1050, yeah. 1060 in there, and 1070 even in the Max-Q um, in the in the Aero 15X. But the, like, the, the Spectre uh, X, people don't know, this. the Spectre X360 15 originally came out as a dual-core laptop, so with a 15-watt you know, chip with, That's you know, wild. a low end G force. And they have crammed that thing with, with the, uh, this basically, if they're saying, they're saying, you know, 1050 plus performance. It sounds like almost 1050 TI to me. And, um, and of course the new XPS 15, two and one is just, it's just stupidly thin, stupidly thin. You'll just be like, you know, they're, yeah. you know, it's like, and you know, to be fair, it is, is like MacBook pro 15 thin. So to get the thing 10, with those benchmark numbers, though. Now, here's Brad. Oh, being a hater. <laughs> I'm always, I'm that guy. The thing with those benchmark numbers is that the game frame rates that they provided were in Hitman, Deus Ex, Mankind Divide, and Total War Warhammer, and Vermintide 2, which are all heavily skewed towards Radeon graphics versus NVIDIA. Right. So it's it's apples to apples, but kind of, you know, Granny Smith apples versus Golden Delicious apples. We still heard so. Adam crack open his Sorry. Phone, so. That was me. Jeez, Adam. <laughs> I, I, need, I need some caffeine. Al- although what? I think, I mean, what what did you expect them to benchmark against? But yes, yeah, so it's important to point yeah. out, but it's not like they were going to go and find the NVIDIA <sighs> optimized benchmarks and run it on that. So. But, you know, we're going to hope. I think that I, I think what. I think Brad and I, I got to say, I hope they're setting expectations right. So yes. if they're saying on the GL part, which we're going to see in the uh, in the in the XPS 15 2 and one and the Spectre X360 15, if we're going to expect 1050 Ti performance, but it's closer to below 1050 or closer mm-hmm. to 1050, then it's like you might be a little, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but still that's incredible to get that performance in something so thin. Well, and when are we expecting mm-hmm. these? Was it, it's the spring, Spring, right? I believe. So probably spring. Indeterminate spring. Also, did, did they talk about uh, power here? Because, I mean, that that's still something to always care about in a, a laptop is how long a battery life you're oh, going to get on this. Stuff. Yeah. So the, the part itself, it's interesting. They rate the entire part at 65 watt TDP. A, a typical, you know. That's, uh, for the, that's for the graphics low version. Uh, yeah, for the GL version, because we have not seen a GH laptop version. GH is only going into the Nook, which we can talk about in a bit. Um, but the GL version uh, is going to, they're calling it a 65 watt part, you know, so people know current KB Lake R is a 15 watt part quad core. And then uh, a KB Lake, well, I guess it's a KB Lake in H part, a standard, typical, you know, thick, powerful gaming laptop is H part. Those are 45 watts for the CPU for TDP. So they're saying both parts combo, 65 watts. And the power unit is shared between them intelligent, so they can actually sort of, you know, if the GPU needs more power, the GPU gets it, if the CPU, so it's all really very, very controlled by, yeah. by Intel on this. So 65 watts total for, you know, GPU and graphics is pretty good. But again, this is, we're talking stupidly, like, I, well, I guess maybe not that Carbon X one, but, you know. No. Well, and uh, uh, size saying that um, the graphics high will be 100 watts. Yes. Yeah. So the GH version is 100 watts, which, you know. That's a bigger laptop, so we'll see what happens. But I got to say, it's still impressive to get 1050 in this 2-in-1. You know, most people don't know what this XPS 15 2-in-1 looks like, but it is crazy thin. You know, hey, it doesn't have... It's so thin, there's no USB-A on it. Oh, God. And it has a special (laughs) maglev keyboard. But the Spectre X360 15T, which has been out for a a little bit, this is a refresh of that. It's, again, it was a platform built for a 15-watt processor with a, you know, low-end discrete part, so... 
is uh is it easier do you think impressive. it's going to be easier to cool uh it, like doing it this way or i i don't know you know i think it's going to be like most laptops right the, yeah the cooler you keep it more performance you know or if you're willing to get you know deal with more fan noise you'll get more performance so we'll see i don't know i think the battery i well, actually the, didn't the see Spectre battery life X360, ratings 360 i mean assuming they're more or less just plopping this different part into the same chassis uh you know the fan noise on that is pretty moderate yeah no they're they're actually pretty good um as far as the the battery, uh, I, I don't remember there actually being battery disclosed when I wrote the news stories, um, but I I had a, a discussion with a, some a hardware company and they said, like, I think it was maybe 12 to 15 hours. Both of them have different ratings and mm-hmm. we were discussing how they're getting these ratings. But, you know, 12 to 15 hours, basically video runtime, probably for both. of these Yeah. Laptops, Although which, your, your mileage is going to vary depending on what you do, right. of course. Yeah. So, of course, you're going to say video rundown or I think may, it may even be mobile mark, which is you know probably the, the easiest of the I would be interested marks. to see because some of these video rundown tests are run at like you know 150 nits brightness yeah. and if you get a laptop with a discrete GPU you probably want to try and play some games yeah. and you're not going to play games at 150 nits you're going to crank it up to you know what 250 350 if you can and I don't know what the max is on these things yeah I, yeah I think uh, XPS 15 is 400 nits I don't know yeah. what the XPS 360 so if like it says 12 plus. to 15 hours but they're doing it on 150 nits and you know stopping every 10 minutes and that's not your mileage is going to vary yeah definitely yeah you crank up the gpu and you'll yeah any i my i think generally the rule that is always accurate is you'll be lucky if you get an hour and a half on any gaming laptop on the battery it's just it <laughs> yeah. just but that's what i want to see i want to see if they've somehow broken some yeah that that would be that would be the it magical would be interesting that would be the magic time where you can get a gaming laptop where you can actually play on the battery for <laughs> say three hours yeah. that would be just like Hey, well, we got a, a good question from uh, Fernando uh, over on YouTube. He says, uh, could, or uh, he made a comment, but I'm making it a question. Uh, could this be the next uh, CPU for next-gen consoles? Do you, do you see it kind of going that way? I don't I don't think so, because I think the console, you know, I wish Elena here so I can give her some sideways. So I'll just <laughs> some shade. You can, I'm sure she's Her ears are burning right now. She's probably listening. <laughs> 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 I think it's, they, they, you know, console makers, it's all about cost, cost, cost. This is not going to be a cheap part. Intel mm-hmm. doesn't like to give it away for free. So, no, I don't. Yeah. I, yeah, it'll be interesting. We, I, my guess is next gen. I would think PlayStation 5 would be Ryzen based, honestly. Be APU based. I don't, I don't think we're going to see a refresh for at least probably two or three years. Uh, so. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, where's the paper? You can put that. I say PlayStation five. Didn't I already make that prediction? Yeah. You PlayStation did. five. Was it this year or next year? I End of this year, Who PlayStation knows? five. Sony's going to come out and flip a finger at Xbox. Yeah, we got this. Yeah. It's, it's all about, it's, it's a big, it's a big motor race now again with those console makers. It feels like. Yeah. I'd be surprised though if uh, AMD. I mean, they they got good business putting their chips inside these consoles. I'd be surprised if they give any of that up to Intel. Yeah. Well, yeah. instead of getting a, a new console, why don't you get the new uh, Hades Canyon Nook? Hades right? Canyon Nook. <laughs> yes. Yes, and that is that is actually the one thing that I saw with the hundred watt version. Wait, it is a hundred watt. I think it is a hundred watt. Yeah, it, it the, is hundred watt. KB Lake H. Yeah, that great big hundred and thirty watt um, power brick. So yeah, it's uh, it's a KB Lake H. It's in a it's in a nook. I don't know if people remember the current Skull Canyon. It's about the size of a VHS cassette. This is thicker, and of course everybody was like, "Hey, this is bigger." And the Intel Intel person was like, "What do you want?" <laughs> 
Just shut up. It's a hundred. It's like I'm glad I'm you ten sixty graphics in a box the I'm size of a cassette. I'm glad he said that. I'm glad like, he didn't just say, "Well, do 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 do." Yeah, he was really like, oh, "Come on, give me a break." Exactly. Good. Because previously it was just simply integrated graphics. I mean, the best integrated graphics, Iris Pro, Iris Plus, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Does not hold the candle to this KB Lake G part. So KB Lake G, we're talking 1060 <laughs> range performance in a box the size of a VHS tape. That's pretty good. For millennials, that's the thing we used to put into this thing to watch television shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're saying the uh, GL version is 1060 Max-Q range, right? And the, the no, no. GH version is has four more compute units, a bunch more stream processors, so... It'll probably be maybe even a little bit above 1060. I don't know. I, don't know. I think I thought, oh, God, it's been, it's been, it feels like a, a year, but I think yeah, uh, my GL tried. is 1050 and GH is 1060-ish. Uh, That's yep. right. Because uh, I, yeah, believe me, if yep. you could get 1060 range, 1060 max Q range in the, in that GL part, you'd be like, Yeah. Just yeah. take my money because that's just we're talking like stupid thin like this, <laughs> like this MacBook Pro Spectre X three sixty thirteen right here. It's just you know With the three sixty degree hinge. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy thin. So if you could get, but even but again, still to get ten fifty out of that ten fifty Ti range, just like astounding. that's crazy. So. That's good. It's crazy, and it has a glowing skull on top. Glowing so skull. what more do you need? <laughs> yes, Hades Canyon, which is sort of like I thought that's kind of funny though the whole Hades Canyon thing. <laughs> Because it's like, it's got edge, but we don't want to say hell. H-E double hockey sticks canyon. <laughs> I don't think that really is attitude. <laughs> look at all the look at H-E double hockey sticks. Uh, <laughs> right? That's just Hades Canyon. Like, I don't even think people know what Hades. They have to go to like, what is Hades? I don't, what is... <laughs> Well, and uh, uh, somebody made a comment earlier. You know, why why do they still not sell it with uh, with RAM and uh, specific things uh, in it? Oh, you mean uh, the, the Nook? The Nook, yeah. <clears throat> well, because once so it's a bare bones box. Nooks, you add, you bring RAM, you bring storage, you're set, to, and you bring your OS. Um, they don't sell it build complete because if you actually put all the hardware in it with the OS. And now you have to support it. So they call you yep. for support. Mm. Hey, Intel, I have a problem. I can't log into Windows because I went to the site and now my system is locked. It's like, yeah, no, they don't want to do it. No one wants to deal with that. That's fine. So by selling it as bare bones, they ain't got to support it, which is the best yeah. of both things. Yeah, like, oh, you're on your own, kid. Go call the place that made the operating system instead of us. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. But, uh, anyway, that's KB like G, right? Yeah. I think that's. Probably I thought it, I thought it was interesting reading all the, uh, the you know information that Intel put out about KB Lake G. It never once said AMD anywhere on anything. It always said really? Radeon. Yeah, huh. it always hundred percent said Radeon. Never I once did said not AMD. Notice that. Interesting. Very good catch there, Brad. Boy, that's just some shade, shame. right? You know, and, and people don't know. It is a custom part. They basically, I wonder if they, <laughs> did AMD even know they sold it to Intel? Somebody <laughs> knew. Wait, who made this deal? Yeah, I got this. Uh, I just got this PO what? for, uh, you know, Radeon. Want to put the, okay, yeah, it's just yeah, pretty big going, order. Going to this address <laughs> in Santa through? Clara. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know where that is. Yeah, yeah. Right before Christmas, you know, I was just like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll just sign it. Sign yeah, it uh, Entel or something. I just, yeah, put it through. It's pretty, hey, you know, sales to sale, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Could you do that? I mean, they must have, like, they must negotiate these things, like whoever you're buying it from. Could uh, they, like... And, uh, sorry, real quick, Leslie says uh, Intel doesn't... Uh, 
they cannot spell AMD. They, 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 oh. It's not in their vocabulary. Yeah, I, I understand if you go there, uh, the keyboards, there's no <laughs> yeah, actual AMD. The, the A, the you actually have to do D. like a control function something to make another letter make the A and the AMD. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. But that, no, that, that is really interesting, Brad. That's really good. And I got, let me ask you this. How much of it is, it, is it a deal breaker? Because um, it kind of bugs me because it goes back to an old business model. But drivers for the Radeon part, um, you have to get from Intel. And that's sort of like we moved away from that. And, you know, in the early, early mm-hmm. days of, you know, NVIDIA uh, ATI slash AMD, you had to get the graphics uh, driver from Dell or HP or Sony or whoever made laptop. People got sick of it because what happened was like Sony's the worst case. It's like, oh. you know what? We don't want to support these new drivers because if we do, you know, you in a break yeah. something, we got to like pay money. Forget it. We're just going to stop giving you drivers. And that was their solution. That was Sony's solution, I think. It's like, it's like that's just for gamers. That's just a deal breaker. Now, we're sort of back to that with Dell and You're HP, right. where you got to get the driver they, from Yeah, Intel. Intel was very careful to say that, well, yeah, that, you know, that other company is kind of giving us something, mm-hmm. but all the drivers are really mm-hmm. coming from mm-hmm. us, not them. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they, they, they even have, like, they had screenshots of... Uh, like uh, Relive, the Relive Radeon setting software, yeah. but all done up in Intel Blue. No, <laughs> oh, really? really weird. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, maybe they didn't even know. Like, I, like with the, they just ordered it and had it like, yeah, we want to buy um, uh, two hundred fifty thousand of these Radeon parts. Uh, I'm going to give you a PO box. Will you ship to that? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it feels like one of those uncomfortable family relationships where, like, the parents are divorced, but they all have to come to Thanksgiving and they ignore each other. Yeah, yeah, and then things are, everybody eats quietly. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Uh, nice. That's nice. Well, How are things? As, as far as the drivers go, I mean, Intel just started the graphics dedicated division under Raja Kadori. So I consider this kind of like an interesting first step down that path. Yeah. Like, because it's going to depend. Can they reliably put out drivers for these parts? That's going to make a huge difference as to whether or not yeah. these machines that are based on it are desirable. And that'll reflect on the graphics division. So I think they're going to do a decent job keeping up on it personally. Yeah, you know what would suck, though? It's like Roger's first day at Intel. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brian, how's it going? Hey, Roger's going great. Uh you think you could re- you think you could do a new driver for us? It's like what? <laughs> He's well, like, I'm doing drivers for AMD again. <laughs> you know, Ruru two over on YouTube. Uh, he thinks that uh, Raja going over to Intel is a sign that AMD is getting ready to sell Radeon to Intel. <gasps> no, no, Mm-mm. no. It's too valuable of a business for AMD at this point. I just no way. There's just so much value. I think, Brad. Crazy? Nah, I, I don't think. I, I think it's I, too it's early for. No, you, they couldn't do that. The, yeah, I mean, why would? To me, I would like you know the futures and GPU compute, machine learning, all this stuff. Yeah. Why would you sell? Yeah, that no, IP, that's right? half of yeah. their IP. Yeah. And so much of AMD's business is built on the idea of APUs, so right. they need graphics for that. Right. Yeah. So I, I just can't see them doing that. Well, and one of the things they talk, you know, they they want is that yeah, they want they want their chips and everything. I mean, they're trying to build their. Right, Radeon everywhere. That was one of the the key points they mentioned, which is a good segue to our next topic. Yes, AMD actually had. uh, I was out there Friday early, you know, days early for CES, enjoying the wonderful Las Vegas um, weather. To uh, meet AMD, they had a lot of editors there to brief us all on their new parts, which is everything. 
right? Everything for like the next three years. Yes. So basically what it was, I, a lot of us were hoping for a actual hardware in our hands or at least hardware performance numbers, but they instead just dump the kitchen sink on us on everything they're going to be doing. So should I just go? Who wants to? Who can remember this? I don't know, Brad or... <laughs> I have it on my screen. Fred Ripper 2. So, well, yeah. So let's start with Ryzen Plus, which is going to be the second gen Ryzen uh, 12 nanometer. CPU. 12 nanometers. But then they also talked about uh, going... I mean, they, they mapped out Ryzen for the next three years. And so Ryzen 2... Do they call it Ryzen 2? Uh, Zen 2. Zen 2. Why are they going back to Zen? They We thought <laughs> it was the Zen. They said, no, it's Ryzen. And now they're saying it's Zen again. I'm like... <sighs> Well, Ryzen Whatever. is the consumer chips. Zen is yeah. the architecture. So, like, Zen does Threadripper, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, confusing. So, Zen plus anyway, yeah. Q2. Zen 2. Uh, Brad, he's got the map up. I don't know. Oh, Zen yeah. 2018? I, I mean, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Zen plus 2018 this year. Zen 2, 2019 next year. Zen 3, 2020. Yeah. So, and, oh. and uh, they say it's going to get more performance in each step than the industry average over the past few years, a.k.a. Intel. Yeah. Which yeah. Which claim is uh, Total 7 throw to 8% of shade. improvement. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. They're, and I, it's, of course, you know, everybody wants to analyze it because there's they show you the little... Yeah, little, they have the little line Little charts. graph, and it's like, you know, they're saying if this... So you go like, well, this is a 7% increase for Intel year over year. Six, I think they're 5 to 7%. Intel is in parentheses, not mentioned. And then <laughs> if there's if there is bigger, I mean, it looked like like it almost looked like oh by by the time we get to Zen three or Zen two it's twenty thirty percent performance increase yeah. basically you, yeah. over the previous generation it felt like that'd be nice I, I, you know that, that's coming out in April yeah in what? April for Zen plus twelve nanometer April part and then I, one of the things they said is like hey um, <clears throat> I think this is very important is is AMD is very confident because uh, why they're doing the roadmap is they don't they think as Moore's law has slowed down that Intel cannot run away from them by just having a better process anymore. Hmm. It's like the old days, they may get close, and then Intel's like, hey, we got this new yeah. magic, you know, Area 51, whatever process, and now we're like 20% ahead of everybody again. So yeah. they can't do that because, you know, it's, it's clear it's hard for Intel to get to these, uh, these smaller processes. I think nodes. it was good for them to do. I think they need to show, um, you know, that Ryzen isn't a flash in the pan. I need, yep. think they need to throw down the gauntlet and say, this is what we're doing, Intel. Top that. Right. Oh, and then so... Uh, I think it's I think it's a show of confidence to people who would buy, like yep. companies too, right? Yep. They're like, hey, we got a roadmap. Here's what you can expect from us. Right. Yeah, and, and I not, think... We're not going to be stuck with FX chips for five years again. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think the other thing is that, you know, it was a little bit of a letdown for some of us, but AMD doing... I can't remember the last... Well, I, I mean, I can't remember in, 10, in the last 10 years... Last time AMD laid out a roadmap for anybody because frankly nobody cared because their parts mm -hmm. weren't spectacular, mm -hmm. so they didn't. And then now they're like, "Hey, here's next next two years, two years plus." So even the GP on uh, Threadripper second generation Threadripper second half this year as well, and then GP roadmap, which I can't remember. Nope, anything oh, oh, you're forgetting one. What? You're forgetting one that I find most interesting. What? Even before. Uh, the Zen Plus chips come out in April. They're releasing two new Ryzen APUs oh, in right, right. February. So these are basically Ryzen chips that have some Vega cores baked in. Because one of the drawbacks, you could say, of Ryzen right now is that it's just pure CPU. You need discrete graphics in order to you know, output video to your monitor. These APUs are going to negate that. So that takes away the Intel advantages on that front. They're going to have two 
they're both under 170 bucks. One's 100 bucks. One's 170 bucks. Uh, they have Vega cores. They're coming out in February. So right, and that hundred dollar one is is really kind of like appealing in a lot of ways because although I don't, I think the performance is maybe. I mean, it's not going to be spectacular, right? Because you're looking at using main system memory. But I think, it, I mean, you're not, mm-hmm. you're not, it's not remotely close to a 1050. I think like a 1040, maybe. I don't know what. I'm I hoping they remember. send me one. Oh, I'm sure they will. I, you know, and I think it, but it's a really, it is important for them to have that gap because it was a bummer to like, if you wanted to build a system with a, you know, $50 motherboard and a hundred dollar CPU, yeah. Yeah. you had to go out and buy a hundred dollar GPU or $50 mm-hmm. GPU at least. So. I think they're saying, I wish I, I should have had these. I, I can dig up the numbers if we want to, but it, it'll, you know, it gets, it, it can play games, decent games, you know, esports level of games on World the World of Warships. Ship. Yeah. Hey, yeah, World of Warships. Yeah, you could probably run that. I run that on a 940, so I can run it on a, on a 940 mobile part. It's not, it's not fun. Uh, so, so we have people in the, the YouTube chat uh, going back and forth on uh, guesses for the uh, max core clocks on. Uh, on Zen Plus and Zen 2, what, what, what do you guys think? Well, yeah, they, and I will say publicly they've said Zen Plus, uh, you know, it's got improved boost performance, right? They have precision boost uh, better, and, you know, and I I honestly think, the way I sort of look at it, you know, I heard this echoed from a lot of uh, industry people I talked to at CES, because, you know, everybody wants to just kind of chat about what's up, what we think. You know, Zen was, I don't care, yeah, for the most part, not a great overclocking part, not a great, I mean, four gigahertz was sort of like what you got, right? And that's like everybody mm-hmm. got four gigahertz max. I think Zen Plus fixes all those little kind of tiny problems. I, I would think, you know, we'll probably see mid, mid, mid to low fours and some of these things and maybe better overclocking on the high end, on, ones, on yeah. the high end, on the high end ones. Yeah. So they basically, they had to come out with something. Zen came out, Ryzen, and then we're going to get this Ryzen Plus that will have actually. Yeah. Decent, you know, decent, you know, it sort of fixes all those little things that bug people, I think. And it's happening so fast, which is great, too. Like, you really feel like they just keep moving forward and improving, which is what you want to see. Right. Yeah. And, you know, there there was a new chipset announced. In fact, I saw a motherboard. Uh, Gigabyte showed me a next generation Ryzen motherboard. Oh, secrets. Mm-hmm. Are you, yeah, that's, are you able your to talk thing. about that? No. I said, what's the sticker covering this thing? I said, we can't say what it is. <laughs> Clearly, if I pulled that sticker off, it would have said, you know, X470, right? So that's the new chipset. <laughs> Marginal changes. I mean, it's, you know, again, it's probably sort of AMD's like, hey, here's all the things we had to fix. We fixed them in Zen Plus and I th- it'll be, you know. Mm-hmm. Very competitive, good part, right? For the most part. Like, what, what kind of things uh, do you think they're going to be fixing? Well, I, I think the, I think the, it'll hit higher clocks. You know, I, I don't know if they'll get per core overclocking. You know, that would be kind of nice. I don't know if we're going to necessarily get that. Um, so, uh, probably you know, better memory uh, ability to address better, you know, faster heart without. It's just you know, it got a little, it got a little weird with the memory sometimes, and just yep. all those little things just be a lot of bug fixes. So it's just a better parts plus. So. I guess you yeah, can almost and, look uh, at it like the new, the new, uh, like over time, it's got a lot better. The memory was a big issue when it first came out. Now it's a lot better. You can reliably hit three thousand plus. Right. Uh, and hopefully, this next generation, you know, the Jex motherboards and processors handle it much more smoothly. Right. <clears throat> oh, and then also uh, Threader for second generation. Did we mention that? Nope. We second, did. Well, not we did, yet. Didn't oh, okay. really talk about it. Yeah. So they're saying, hey, officially, it's on the roadmap. Second half of this twenty eighteen, we'll see a new Threadripper. Nice. I mean, I guess it's probably we shouldn't call it second generation or third Ripper two, but you know, 
Hmm. More cores. That's my prediction. Nice. More cores. <laughs> More cores. More I put cores. that on paper last time. Yep. <laughs> you know, I I didn't. I kind of wonder. Uh, um, could they for Ryzen for you know not th- obviously Threadripper is great and all that, but could one of those things that enables them to hit that thirty percent increase in you know previous year? Could that be hey consumer Ryzen will be a ten core part? You know, twelve core. Could they actually push that up higher than eight? You know, maybe that's their secret. That is would be just nice. Stack on more cores that's, to get you more. That's kind of what Intel did this generation, right? With the six core parts. So that could maybe Zen three, right? Zen two, yeah. Zen three could push up the 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 core count. What do you? Would you? What do you want to see in the new Threadripper? Anybody? <laughs> higher speeds. I mean, the same way with Ryzen. Higher speeds. You know, better better memory compatibility out of the box. Those are the two big things for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Especially in the wave of all the Spectre and Meltdown stuff, looking like it's given Intel chips. A, uh could give Intel chips a decent hit in performance. So I'm curious to see what AMD is able to do if they can hit higher speeds out of the box with these. Hmm. Right. Uh, it's interesting because I, you know, again talking to just. I can't remember. I've talked to so many people about so many different things, but third upper people are like, what do you think? What do you think? And like, you know, people, I've heard people say, you know, we've seen these things. They're not really selling great. So it's interesting. Well, I mean, really? it's very interesting because I, I've the, the, you know, I have no real hard numbers. This could just be hearsay. Everybody's drunk. Everybody's smoking. It's CES. It could be just simply whatever, but let me just say, I, some people say, yeah, it's not like this thing is lighting the world on fire. We, you know, what do you think? And I, you know, my, I was telling him, it's like, my thought is like, look, Threadripper, I love it. I absolutely love it. Is it, is it as every bit, is it as good as, you know, Skylake X and everything kind of single way? Yeah, probably not. There's definitely something Skylake X does better, but at the same time, who cares for the amount of money? Yeah, the value. Yeah. I mean, Threadripper gives you a ton of power for, you know, far less money than Skylake X. You go ahead and buy Skylake X if you have the money, I suppose. Yeah, and it's interesting because I think a lot of the way some people sort of see it is like, yeah, this is still in, you know, in some people's eyes, like if you had to have the best thing, it is still Skylake X, you know, you get more cores, you get higher clocks, there's just a little more button down, but, and they sort of, they sort of see this as like, yeah, you know, for people who want like the very best thing, but, but they also understand for consumers who do want something better, like for me, I'm never going to be able to afford a mm-hmm. 18 core Skylake mm-hmm. X, but nope. you know, 16 core Threadripper. I just like it. It's like it's for everybody. Yep. So that's why I think it's really still a, a fantastic part. Yeah, well, part. and there are a lot of everybody's. Yeah, yeah, and Split, yeah. So it surprises me actually that Threadripper isn't selling better because it is you know a much better value overall. Right, but you know at the same well, time there, there have been times if you look at the Amazon bestseller CPU list, which is. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, anything you can quantify, but it's one of the better sources for getting a feel of what's selling around. Right. There have been times where there's been Threadripper chips on really? there, which is pretty, pretty amazing good. when you think about it. Hell, I could You don't it. often see $1,000 chips on the Amazon bestseller list. Right. So I don't think it's a dud by any stretch of the No, no, it's not. A, I'm, they're not uh-huh. saying it's a dud, uh-huh. but they're, I think it's uh, also people have to put scale in perspective. If you yeah. were to look at all CPUs sold, like, you know, Ryzen or, you know, Coffee Lake, 90 Eight percent of those chips that consumers buy would be either Coffee Lake class or Rising class, right? Or you know KB Lake, and then you know one to two percent of those would be Skylake X. One to two percent of those would be Threadripper. So these are never going to be high yeah. volume parts anyway. But but it just I know. Yeah, I follow. I associate with a lot of uh, like YouTube uh, let's players and Twitch streamers and stuff, and double digit figures of them like i know a ton of people who as soon as Threadripper came out they were excited for it and bought it immediately for their twitch streams and whatnot right right 
because they could never get something like that out of they could not afford the intel mm-hmm. chips no so nobody could ever pay you know how much intel wants for those yeah. parts so that's yeah. that's what the magic of threader is but you know again you know you sort of recognize yeah you know skylake x there, 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 there are some things it does a lot of things it does better so Except save you money. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking like, speaking of money, there's also been uh, some big price drops. Uh, we have, we have people here in the uh, chat asking, you know, should uh, oh. should they should they go for the price drops uh, now or or wait for this new stuff coming up? What do you guys think? Oh, that's awesome. I, I would go for those price drops in a second. Personally, three hundred and fifty dollars for the high end eight core, right? Ryzen seven eighteen hundred X. 350 bucks. Last CES, CES 2017, the only 8-core part you could buy was $1,100. Oh. Oh. This year, you can get the 1800X after these press shops for 350 bucks. Wow. You will have no buyer's regret looking buying that. No buyer's remorse. Yeah, well, why don't we go over all the uh, all the cuts? Because, I mean, the, they, they made some good cuts there. Yeah, basically, the, all the Black Friday deals are kind of permanent, right? So, I don't... Mm. Uh, you don't, I remember, right, three, we don't okay. have all the numbers. Three fifty for the eighteen hundred X. I'm just going to go off my memory, so don't. I'm just going to price quote about three hundred. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah three hundred for the seventeen. Three hundred for the seventeen hundred X, and maybe two eighty, three ten, and about oh, Brad must have it, but in about three hundred. Good. Yeah, three hundred for the seventeen hundred. Yeah, and a lot of the other like sixteen hundred X and all those kind of basically. Yeah, the big cuts are at the top end. The lower ones yep. are yeah. You might save twenty bucks on a sixteen hundred X fifteen fifteen hundred part, but. I gotta say, I I've always loved the Ryzen seventeen hundred because three hundred dollars. But now I gotta say, I think I'd do the seventeen hundred X. Give up the free Wraith cooler and oh, that was the big news. That was actually the big news. We forgot all the roadmap, whatever. Uh, they came out with the new Wraith cooler LEDs. So that was the yeah, it's got LEDs, Brad. I didn't. I didn't have a good People picture, of it, so I didn't. That was, <laughs> that was probably the biggest AMD announcement. That's when they like it'll be like all this roadmap stuff, and like, oh my god, Wraith cooler with RGB. It's like, you really? joke, but every time I've written about the Wraith cooler in the past, when they first announced it, when it went on sale by itself, <laughs> those posts blew up. People <clears throat> loved that thing. I, I wanted to. I would have written a story about it, but it was it was watermarked. I got you know there. It, I did not have a good enough image of the of the Wraith cooler because they didn't show it to us, and we only saw it in the presentation. So. I think it's white too. I forgot. I mean, it looks nice. It should be white if it's a wraith. It's got RGBs though. It's got RGB. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, j- just like this fidget spinner. Uh, yeah. Nice. I was just Boom. thinking about that. <laughs> All right. You uh, know, I- also, real quick, uh, somebody in, in the chat mentioned uh, that Elena was probably really happy about the price cuts. Oh, yeah. uh, and Elena <laughs> Yee. Uh, chimed in, uh, you know, she she rose yeah. from her grave and said, "I am" in all caps. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. So. She's like Darth Vader looking down at Tatooine. It's familiar or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you live there. You grew up, Darth. <laughs> Look right here, one hundred. You know, Main Street. All right, where are you as, going? As as a- nowhere. <laughs> as you know. Interesting and enthusiastic I was looking at all this Ryzen news. I was kind of bummed out by the Radeon side of things, to be honest, because they showed off a roadmap there, too. Right, yeah, 7 nanometer Vega, not for us. Yeah, yeah this year, only for machine Sorry. learning. Which is odd. Uh, but No, it's not odd. It's $100,000 versus sure. whatever they would charge. Yeah, we can sell you this you know, brand new Vega 56 for $200. It's the same thing with or, NVIDIA. Yeah. NVIDIA is putting all their newest GPUs in their machine learning stuff because they are selling those computers for like a half a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Can't, we can't We can't compete with that. Can't complain. Can't complain. Well, well they got something next year. Seven nanometer Navi. 
Oh, it doesn't say next year. It said this year there's seven nanometer Vega. In 2020, I guess it implies next year. There's next gen unnamed right. seven nanometer plus chip, and somewhere in the middle is Navi. So, right. so it could be, could be next we'll year. See. I would, I would expect it next year. I would hope. The graphics card market is a mess right now. Anyway, at this point, with all the Bitcoin going crazy and stuff, it's gotten even worse over the holidays. At this point, you can't yep. even buy 1080 Ti's. They're sold out, going for a thousand bucks. Really? So you can't. You can't get a 1050 Ti for under 200 bucks. Everything's just. Where? I was at Best Buy the other day, and there was a single graphics card on the shelf, <laughs> a single eight gigabyte XFX Radeon 580, which oh. is supposed to be a two hundred and sixty dollar ah. thing, and it was on. Best Buy was selling it for five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh my God! <sighs> yeah, so, I and I got to tell you that like since the beginning of the show, people have been chatting uh, all like amongst themselves about graphics card prices and still being so hard. I, I've even been talking with some people who might take some uh, some of my old graphics cards off. Oh, I see. Oh yeah, Adam's using the chat <laughs> to sell his stuff, <laughs> making some deals. <laughs> I but this one, it's not necessarily driven by mining though, right? It's some, there's something else. I think it's all tied into that. I think it's because Bitcoin's going so high, Ethereum's going high, you know, uh, even Dogecoin is hitting new records, or however you pronounce that. I never knew how to pronounce that stupid dog. Uh, <laughs> Doggy. And it's just, everyone wants to get in on that. I But I don't understand it, because I swear to God, you could get a 1060 for almost normal pricing three months ago, right? And now we're back you could, to... You could get it in the middle of this early December. <laughs> and then now, now suddenly it's, it's just a spike and... It's like the cheapest uh, GTX 1066 gigabyte that I saw on Amazon two days ago was uh, $360. Oh, God, so. that's bad. Yeah, and actually, the, I was talking to someone, and they said, like, yeah, it's, you, uh, this year is going to be ugly for memory, too. Main, memory, main system memory oh, is going to yeah. be like, it is going to be brutal. People are going to be unhappy. Well, luckily, we're getting those those permanent uh, CPU cuts. Uh, yeah, you're getting cuts, so you know maybe offset the price uh, a little bit. <laughs> buy your yeah your your eighteen hundred X for three hundred fifty dollars, and you pay six hundred dollars for a five eighty, right? So, I don't, <laughs> but yeah, there. Uh, I think it was they were blaming Samsung. They're saying Samsung's taking some profits, and you know, RAM people they have to make their money too, right? But yeah. they're saying, but but I guess overall, what I wonder is, I mean, is is there any end to this? Is it? I know that we've talked about how, well, you know, this graphics card isn't doing it anymore. They've changed it, so it's not going to matter anymore. But it just seems like they've taken over. And so it's like no one else can buy one, which... It's like holding us hostage. Is is there a capacity issue? Are the graphics cards companies have no motivation to put the prices back down to a reasonable level? Well, they're not. The problem is it's like a crazy bubble right now. Yeah. And either it's a crazy bubble or it's not. Yeah. Either way, it's going to pop, and they don't want to invest all that money for yeah. when it does pop. They'll be stuck with everything. Or if it winds up lasting a year, I'm sure they'll ramp up capacity. But they're selling out of everything they can make right now. Yeah. So. Right. They well, don't, and they don't I, I feel like it. I heard some people talking about uh, buying uh, uh, fully built PCs just to get the, the cards out oh, of them, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 yeah, I've heard about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, CyberPower was saying that. Yeah. It's like, how come all our systems are on on ebay because <laughs> you know they get allocation for the cards so you can you know they're really i mean there's only way to get an rx580 at one point was to buy you know a you know budget yeah. gaming box for and it's crazy they say they they buy you know you get an rx580 system rise and build for you know whatever 700 800 dollars mm-hmm. thousand 
they get the thing, strip the RX 580, and sell the rest of it on eBay for 500 bucks. They ended up, you know, or 600 <laughs> yeah. bucks, ended up making so, money. I wonder what, yeah, I wonder what that post on eBay looks like. It's like, hey, brand new, never been used, except for except we took out the right. graphics right. card. Right. <laughs> or they just put like an old How graphics that card in there. I don't know. I just, yeah, that's uh, kind of a bummer. That's funny. Yeah, maybe, it's even maybe, tough yeah, for them to get stuff. In a situation like that, I mean, who can blame them for not rushing out Navi or whatever? Or not giving Vega 7 nanometer to consumers? I mean, HBM2 chips, uh, that also adds a lot of cost. So if they can sell them to machine learning and miners directly, then mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not surprised they will. Yeah, that's what I got to wonder, too. Is like even, in, you know, getting back to KB Lake G, but, you know, KB Lake G part, um, that eats uh, an HBM2 module. So that's yet one more HBM2 module that, AMD and mm-hmm. NVIDIA can't get for their parts, so that's got to yep. drive up the price a little bit. Hmm. Well, uh, sorry, side note, uh, uh, Mad Max is saying that South Korea is going to ban Bitcoin trading. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I saw that this morning. So it might, it might affect some stuff, but... Yeah. Why? Well, yeah, I don't know. I saw this, I saw Gigabyte had, you know, one, I saw their mining board. You remember they lost oh, their mining board? Oh, China is. I'm sorry, China, oh, China is, yeah. It's uncontrolled well, currency, well, right? And Kodak came out with a mining computer. Oh, that Kodak That's thing. That's how you know it's a bubble, right? Of course. Yeah. Kodak? <laughs> Is Kodak even around anymore? They oh, yeah. are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're a Bitcoin firm now. They sell ASICs. <laughs> Their stock is crazy now, products. man. Yeah. Stop working on that film emulsion. What am I doing now? Well, you're keeping this uh, Bitcoin farm running. <laughs> Kodak, the new lady- leaders in uh, in mining. That makes Man. no sense. That's just so, crazy. You might have better luck, you know, like we were saying, buying full systems with graphics chips in them. That might be working out better financially for you in the near term. Coincidentally, AMD also announced that Vega Mobile's on the way this year, so we'll be seeing discrete Vega chips and laptops sooner than later. I'm not sure if they announced an actual date for that, but no, they're coming. They showed it on stage, um, but they didn't say necessarily when it's going to come out. No, so no performance numbers, but I'm, you know, I think everybody's interested in the power, because, right, Vega 56, I'm going to imagine, is what it's going to be, 56-ish. Not exactly a great performance, power performer on desktop is that going to hurt them in laptops i'm very interested to see the thing with the desktop chips is they cranked them past their optimal power curve to be able to better compete specifically with the 1070 and 1080 so they're cranked way past what they're due for so i think when they down clock them inside of laptops we'll we'll see much better power efficiency yeah yeah that's Hmm. my guess (laughs) yeah because that would not be good that would not be good if it it was just a a power hog in a laptop so people are that's not the way the the industry is going right now so Oh man, is there right. anything left from uh, AMD? There's got to be. That's everything, I right? That's... GPUs, CPUs, X470 motherboard, Vega Mobile APUs. Let's see. There's so much stuff you can't that's, even keep track of I, all the I stuff they're talking about. It's time to move on. Yes, time move yeah. on. Which onto a very big subject. Very bum, big. Bum, bum. A big, so big. format subject. Yeah, oh. and Brad is into it. And Adam, his reaction not quite as positive. Nvidia's oh, don't BFGD. Worry. Don't worry, I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> Nvidia announced a 65-inch BFGD, which is basically a great big gigantic display, 4K HDR, 120, 140 no, hertz. 144. 120. 120? No, 120. 120 hertz. Oh, okay. It only looked like. Anyways, go on. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, 65 inch display. I. Okay. Now. G Sync HDR. G Sync so HDR. So, these are 
Yeah, these are G-Sync HDR displays, like the ones they announced last year, but never actually came out yet. Oh. This is another one of those, but gigantic. <laughs> and with with a Shield TV built in as well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, that's, to me, it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's nice. It's, you gotta have it. it's nice to have it. I love the Shield. Well, it's awesome, but. Well, it's good. It's uh, the Shield TV part. Uh, Jared, who is TechHive's Cord Cutter Confidential columnist, he's our, you know, our streaming yeah. guru. He uh, he actually said that's the best smart TV flat out the best Android TV that was at CES. Nice, so, nice. Oh really? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I've been wanting to get one. I, I, Shield I don't console? have. Yeah, it's the Cadillac or Lexus, depending on where you you know you swing. But it's the Cadillac or Lexus of Android TV boxes. I, I have one. It's I really like it. It's well, fast. It's responsive. And I, I still use my uh, my Shield tablet. So yeah. oh, really? oh yeah, wow. Yeah. Um. But, you know, so one thing very, they did not want to call it. It's not a television. It's not a television. Every time everybody would say, wow, this is oh, a great TV. It's not television. They were, television. They were adamant it's beca- about it's it. It's because televisions need the antennas or whatever. Tuner. To take tuner. The, there's no yeah. TSC tuner. That's, it is a television, but it's not technically a television. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not a television. And, you know, the argument is you could, of course, make is no one watches ATSC anymore, which is not true, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's so? Uh, okay, now that uh, Brad is very excited about it, why are you excited about it, Brad? Well, the same reason I'm excited about uh, G Sync HDR monitors in general. They're like the holy grail of monitors if they turn out being as awesome as the ones I saw last year at CES. Okay, super bright, thousand nits HDR looks amazing. I think HDR is a bigger deal than 4K. Uh, yeah. 120 hertz 4K right now, you can only get 60 hertz 4K monitors right now, so these things are the best monitors you can buy. And this one's bigger than my TV. So now, now Adam has I'm another, intrigued. Adam has another opinion. Well, listen, I saw it with him. The promise of it. Yes. Is awesome. I mean, who, who wouldn't want that? The, the promise of that and the promise of uh, what we saw last year with the, uh, the, the displays that they were shown off. The promise is great, but what they showed off was hot garbage. Uh, when we, when much. I, when I got my eyeballs on it, it was hot garbage. So it has a long way to go to to actually fruition. The idea is so awesome. So what was the issue? So the the issue on a, I mean the the build quality whatever they they had three different manufacturers, uh, Predator, the Acer Predator, Asus, HP. Uh, Acer, right? Yeah, yeah. The yep. so you know they they all had their own spins on it, and and I get it. It's early. It was just a plastic shell for the most yeah. part. You know, uh, I even looked around back of the HP one, and it was running off an external uh, power supply, <laughs> a, P, uh, a a PC power supply. Right. Uh, you know, uh, hey, I get it. It's early days. They'll they'll put, that's crazy. They'll they'll piece that together. You know, uh, for me, it was more the the display. They they were all using the same panel. I, I don't remember the name of the company, uh, but they're all sourcing the same panel. And, you know, they showed off some demos, you know, some slides uh, and then switched over to Destiny, you know, whatever. It, it was it was fine. And then somebody was like, oh, hey, can I can I run it on lower settings? And so they switched over the settings and they're like, oh, we need to re, re um, relaunch the, the, the software. When they went to the desktop, the desktop background was pure black. Uh, and they weren't talking about, you know, uh, how many z- lighting zones or anything they had in it. Uh, and, and when when they dragged the mouse across the, uh, the 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 TV, the lighting zone was literally display, Adam, display, display, There's yeah. no tuner, whatever, whatever the, the yes, yes, across the display was literally this big. 
So a, as wow. you saw the mouse go across, <laughs> they they were just lighting up. Right, you the know zones. what I mean? Just huge zones. So, so zones you know, were, yeah. like, I mean, that that those. So I, I get the build quality is early days, but the panel itself is or or way early days as well. Well, yeah, I mean that. But now, now to be fair, uh, you know, it's who knows. There's a lot of tuning yeah. to happen for yeah. of course. Yeah. Of course. yeah, it does make you go like cuz yeah, it's like this big ass display with a literally a thermal take power supply. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I think, from your PC sitting on the desk running a thing. I think it's more like if you're going to announce it and then show it to people, don't have it be like that. Like it, it, That's it really be your felt your first impression. Exactly. Yeah, e- even when we saw Brad and I saw the 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 displays last year, you know, sure the off axis was a, you know a little wonky, but uh, you know, I didn't get a sense of anything like that. E- even the build quality felt there. Uh, for, mm-hmm. Especially compared to this, this this really felt like they they just kind of had to slap something together. Because other than that, when we went to go see Nvidia, I mean, they didn't really have anything else to show off. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I, you know, like uh, that's that's what I was gonna say is like they had nothing else as far as hardware goes for yeah. us. Yes, for hardware. Well, and it, but I mean, even the the, the game stream thing on, on PC, cool. You know, I I, I want to try it out. But you know, like especially compared to last year, they had the new Shield TV. They you know they had I, I wonder where that little dot thing was that. Uh, <laughs> you plug into the wall. Yeah, uh, yeah mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, it it felt early days in a way, and Hater. and yeah. It, well, and when <laughs> I when I kept asking them, hey, you know, what's the the subpixel arrangement? You know, what, how many zones of lighting? And they were like, oh, we're not talking about those right now. We're talk- mm-hmm. not talking about those right now. You know, it's like. You're not talking about them because it is super early day, uh, you know. So. Yeah, it's very early. And uh, the panel, I believe they said it was an AU Optronics. So and yes, they've, yes, a lot of, yes. they've had, long had an association with AU for a lot of the G6 stuff. And it's not like they can't make a good, you know, uh, right. a good panel. It's I'm, early. I'm sure they can. Yeah, it just right now, what I saw, I was like, oh. It's like being excited, really excited for something, then showing up and being like, oh, this is what it is right yeah, now. Yeah, you uh-huh. hope it's going to be there when yeah. it launches. But yeah. I, so I, I'm, I gotta say, I'm going to count myself with Brad. I, I love the concept now. I, and I think that people, like hey, hey, I still love the concept something as well. No, I but, still love the concept as well. No, I want to say this because a lot of people go like, I mean, because this thing is not going to be cheap. You get this is no, not going to be no. a five hundred dollar Costco special. This oh, is probably going to be minimum two to three grand, sixty five inch panel. I don't know how it could be. I mean, it's going to be a crap load of money, but. To me, the concept is really good because it's what we need is a bigger display that is also, very importantly, tuned for lower latency. Televisions, oh, yeah. you know, of course people go like, oh, i got a 4K TV I play. It's like, man, it's just, it's terrible. Generally playing yeah, games, really Hayden, was, Hayden was here, he's like, it's terrible, right? You play games. You hook your PC up to a TV. It's terrible compared to a really good panel. E- even, even an even average in, panel. Well, and even great. in game mode, you know, most TVs have like a game, a low latency game mode. Yeah, I mean, right. it never works. I mean, and also they weren't talking about the latency on this. They were well. You know, you they know. sort of. <laughs> we talked on background. You know, people said like, yeah, it's you know, it's it's going to be it's comparable. definitely comparable, yeah. but compared to a lot of television, television gaming with a gaming PC is not really a great combo. No. People no. say it is because you know, hey, you don't know, you're not. A being it with something, but if you played next to a real panel, you'd be like, Ugh, "Well, what hey, is up with this? latency well, probably doesn't matter as much in World of Warships, right?" Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> there are yeah, probably a lot of issues they need to work out, though, because if you're talking about a super high refresh display of that size, you're talking about how they're using a separate PC power supply. Yeah. What is the power supply going to look like for that display? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, yeah. and is it going to be a thing where you turn it on and then everything else in your house dims? Uh, yeah, kind of like know? the show floor at CES. <laughs> yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's something.
thing where I wonder maybe they should have waited until their conference that they Closer. usually have in May or something. It was too early. It, it was, was too early, early but it was this big stage. They wanted to say something and everything else was about smart cars and machine learning and, and <laughs> crap like that. But um, I mean, it, it's 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 a bummer because it's so exciting, but it seems like it really kind of left a bad taste in your mouth. For Adam. Yeah. I, I got excited. What? Go ahead, Brad. Intel and AMD both had big announcements at the show. I think NVIDIA didn't want to not have a big announcement, yeah. literally big announcement yeah. in this case at well, the show. Well, uh, you know, but <laughs> I, I think an even bigger announcement would have been to follow up on what on, on last year, the displays they had last year. Like, I mean, we're still not seeing those. Like, you know, they could have come out and been like, and here they, you know, here they finally are. Here's what's, yeah. you know, like just like yeah. I was bummed. They didn't even, they weren't even showing it off there. They weren't like, oh, you remember that stuff we showed last year? Here, here it is again. You know, like yeah. they didn't even do that. Well, was, what about the game streaming too? I mean, I, I mean, they had the game streaming set up, you know. Yeah. Was, uh, I have know, secret but, info there. Yeah. Uh-oh. Expect, so I was secret. like, yeah, what's no, up with that? Gordon, don't talk about it's not it. Secrets. I was like, you know, of course, it's like, hey, what's up with the, this has been, we haven't seen these damn things yet. It's like, I was told uh, this quarter. Okay. This quarter, we yeah. will see those 4K CR panels, right? So That's soon. what either Acer or Asus, who are the two who were making them, they, they pushed them back to first quarter 2018. Yeah. So. And yeah. I, 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 I really want to see one of those really, really bad yeah. I need oh, to yeah. get past 60 frames per second at 4K. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know what I want to note, though? So, like, again, I love the concept because, you know, it's funny because when they did the demo, mm-hmm. they had, you know, mouse and keyboard, but sitting maybe five or six. About six feet. About yeah. six feet from the television, which I thought was a little weird because it, it sort of, like, went to that, like, about in your vision, it looked about this big. And I was like. Like a normal monitor, almost. Well, you wouldn't sit like Depends. for me. I would sit right up on that. Like I moved it up to like three feet, and like it just <laughs> yeah, you, you, wraps you, around. He you literally just, grabbed the table, and he was like, "Hey, can I move this closer? Can I move?" And they're well, like, "Sure, okay." You know? Yeah, like it's to me, Gordon's a little nearsighted. Well, no, no you wouldn't. So like I, I think the mistake is to think people want to have their whole idea is like this could be for the ultimate nerd cave. You know, like sit there with your controllers. Yeah, and you sit. But I don't want to sit back sit on a couch. Yeah, seven uh-huh. feet away from a sixty-five inch TV. I want to. I want to just basically use it as my my. It wasn't BF a TV. GD. It was a display. A it wasn't a TV. And, Sorry. Right. What? Yeah. It yeah. wasn't a TV. It wasn't a TV. But I'm just saying. I just wanted to feel. I like. I really would just use it as a big monitor. Sixty-five. <laughs> it's, it's whoever it's said like no. This is my thing. Whoever who has ever said no to a bigger monitor. Hell no, nobody. If they said well, like at work, uh, they give me a sixty-inch TV. Unless it was like ten eighty, you know, yeah, like yeah, <laughs> still need the resolution there. But then it would be, it'd be picky, retro eight bit. Yeah. Everything would look retro eight bit. So that's kind of cool. But if you don't have room to set up like a vibe setup, you can get one of these, put on the wall, sit back like two feet, and just pretend it's VR. Right. <laughs> so there you go. One for each. One eye. of the interesting things that I thought about it was uh, the G Sync itself. Yes, actually gives benefits to the television android tv shield tv side of it because mm-hmm. it can play different native frame rates mm-hmm. like 24 fps 25 fps at the native output yeah without needing to switch modes and go dark and whatnot it just plays it automatically because it has g-sync so it's a lot less hassle than if you're trying to look at videos in their native output today and switching between formats well yeah and they did they they did talk about whether they were showing off uh some uh content on on amazon prime right uh that you know the switch they they i was native yeah uh, well they they were saying it, it, it like uh one of the video series like somehow changes frame rates in between clips like of, of one video and yep. they were like yeah and it'll 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 match whatever the native was so yeah 
Oh, and you know, the one other thing, though? So this just tells you, again, this is, it is a BFGD. It is not a television. It has DisplayPort on it. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ain't never seen DisplayPort on a big-ass nope. TV. Never. Never. It's not ever. a TV. So it is not a TV. It is a, it is a BFGD, literally, right? Could you imagine that? They just said, like, hey, what if you just, what are we going to do with a launch? They're just like, well, what if you just hit the 2X button? Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Click the print button, 65-inch display. Yeah. Easy. No, easy. And, and, I uh, really appreciate the name, too. I just want to set that up before we move oh, on. Oh, that's, that's really I don't name, understand, Brad. It's great. It's technically big format gaming display. Hmm. But uh, if anybody who's ever played Doom, the ultimate weapon in there, <laughs> everyone the should play Doom. Gun, uh, the BFG. So yeah, no, it's a, it. it's a good name. It's yeah. probably the best thing about it right now. Yeah, and I, I think officially it's supposed to be the summer, right? Yeah, right. No way. Fi- yeah, that's no. what they're saying this summer. No way. Uh, no way. Last year no at way. CES, they also said that the initial Juice HDR monitors were going to be out last summer. Yeah, I, so, I, I, don't hold your I'll say it right summer. now. It's going to cost summer. you your firstborn, too. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll say right now, I will eat some paper if it comes out anytime this year. They're going to do it just Ooh. to make you like eat that paper. Yeah. It's not going to be a, it'll be a 65 inch piece of paper. Too. I, I, you know what? <laughs> I, I will eat a very large sheet of paper if, if, if any of them come out this year. We're going to like make a burrito out of it or something. It's like, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's going to be cool. I, I like the idea. So I love know. it. I love pushing, pushing to the limit. Yeah. Yep. Right in my grill gaming is what I, I want to see when it hopefully comes out. If it does. <laughs> uh, Elena in chat says, uh, someone mark that, um, <laughs> in, in all caps. <laughs> she's not taking that bet. She's, she's smarter than that. She's like, whatever. And all she does is bait you into taking these bets. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. You want to make a bet on that? No, no. <laughs> I have a sensitive stomach. Yeah. Sensitive stomach. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last topic. Yes. Everybody's favorite picks. What so what CES? It's just like it just an explosion of hardware and software and craziness. What what did everybody came up? What'd you come back from CES? What's what's the what's fidget the, spinner? I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> RGB fidget spinner. Actually, I have a really good one uh, that Gordon I can can I and I can talk about. Uh, we yeah. saw uh, our friends over at Creative Labs. Uh, Ryan, friend of the show, uh, we'll definitely have him on again. Uh, they were showing off their um, their Super XFi. Uh, experience they had like a demo set up uh, i did it uh gordon did it and then also um mike, mike brown, brown on tech hive did it now mike brown uh is he he's very much into the consumer audio space mm-hmm. you know does a lot of the the systems I, I was actually talking about have you have you talked about his uh have you ever talked with him about his room at home uh, where he tests all this stuff no but i've i, I do know from from talking to Mike, he takes his audio seriously. Oh, yeah. He yeah. takes his audio seriously. He takes it very seriously. Yeah, no, uh, he doesn't have a floating floor, but he pretty much has everything other than that. Uh, <laughs> a a two-door system with, you know, uh, the double yeah. walls, you know, yeah. like it's, it's it's a serious setup. Anyway, he, he took the demo first. R- Ryan, uh, we were talking to Ryan at, at Pepcom, and, and, you know, and he's like, man, uh, after Mike took the demo, he, he said, that's freaking awesome awesome i like, said freaking really he like didn't H-E say double hockey sticks? yeah he said that's <laughs> he double sticks awesome and uh mike brown is a very you know he he can be hard to read sometimes uh yeah and and they were like whoa wow you know we finally uh you know got through to i mean not that it got, didn't get through to people but then he he was like you need to come make time so we made time in our calendar to both go see it yeah separately i i saw it first uh, or heard it first uh so yeah we'll, we'll walk through the experience i guess um so they they uh before you get in there they have a smartphone app 
that they take pictures of you, both your ears and your face uh, to understand the the physical properties of it, uh, and then give you like a, a little uh, hexadecimal readout. You know, mine mine was two B dash five. That was my my structure uh and then they 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 sit you down in there uh they also run through a series of like uh tuning tuning the room so you put microphones in your ears and it 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 blasts the room with uh with frequency patterns and you know kind of understands the rest of that stuff and then uh they you know they played some stuff it it was just a a a stereo headset Mm -hmm. really nice headset but just a stereo headset and they're like hey you know here here's how it sounds just normally uh, and then we're going to turn on the um, the mapping super XY. Uh, yeah the super XY chip processing thing they had uh, to to realistically um, uh, bring out the five point one in the room. So they actually did have a five point one setup. They also played there five point one point two. Yeah, oh, two, two speakers. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, and then uh, and then put it on the he- the headset. And it, I I was floored. Uh, I. I've I've heard these demos before in professional audio applications. That's my background. So like you know, I I knew the power of understanding the mapping, of understanding the the facial structure. Uh, but to see it at on a consumer level and to see it possibly come to, to smartphones and and PC gaming and movies and all that sort of stuff, I, I I I'm not I'm not. This is not hyperbole. I literally almost teared up. Like like the the promise of it was like it's just yeah. It, it, I was like, wow, you you guys you guys did it. You know, like the, it was it was huge. What what do you think, Gordon? Did you enjoy well, it? Well, wait, I have a question first. So they like measured your head and took pictures. How is that going to work in real life? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, they, they had, so it, it was two ways. You can either do the, the picture thing. It, it's just an app that mm-hmm. they're going to release. Mm-hmm. So you would have somebody just take pictures, you know, and it'll spit out a little profile cause they kind of have like a, a mapping of it, but more, uh, if you, if you want it more refined, you, you put the microphones in your ears and it, it hears, uh, uh, the space. So, you know, m- most, most home theaters now come with that little disc that you can kind of tune a room, you know, they could just, you know, do like a, a cheap pair of microphones that you put in your ear and, and, and do it that way. So that's more accurate, but like the, the actual smartphone app was, was, was super accurate as well. So now last year at last CES, not this year, I tried headphones that kind of did the same kind of thing with just the in-ear part mm-hmm. by a company called Osic. And what they did is actually built sensors into the headphone itself and it, automatically match your ear using those sensors mm. took the, all the pain out of it well and and, and just as important is the, is the face of your shape you know or the shape, shape, of, shape of, of your, your face, face. I'm, tired. Your head. I'm sorry Jesus. <laughs> uh you know because the the way sound propagates through the room you know your your face is is blocking certain yep. reflections the way that you know if it comes straight at you how it'll you know propagate around your cheeks so you know the, i i, I think having all that information there is, is is super important and uh more importantly just understanding how to then map it into a space uh you know and and i i didn't do this because i wasn't there uh but supposedly mike brown and ryan uh switched profiles oh uh to say hey you know this is this is how ryan heard it and mike could hear a completely different hmm. you know he, he's like yeah it didn't feel quite right it was off 
you know, just because the, yeah. the shape of their face and, and ears are, are different. So it, it's very, it's customized for you and it understands you. And then also the, the you know, tries to recreate a physical space that, that, that you could be in. So could you game it if you filled your mouth with Cheetos and blue bubble gum while it was <laughs> I mean, you would ruin your experience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, so they're, they're, uh, when they bring the consumers, Probably the, the the first way you'll get it is the application where you take a picture of your ear and your face and then it maps it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the, they're also hoping to do, hopefully, they haven't quite figured out the cost yet, but you will build up. They're hoping you can have the microphones in your ear so that, you know, you can map it more accurately because it's about mapping that- it to your head basically is it like putting earbuds in your ears yeah of course yeah, the first they're, thing they're i think of is things. the earworms in wrath of khan i, I mean oh, that'd be cool actually that no. would be so cool <laughs> yeah, right? they should do it that way <laughs> no just, just think of those like uh construction those little yellow construction guys the that, you, that you put in uh cut it in half and and glue a little bit microphone on it so essentially you just need the microphones <clears throat> to stay in your huh. ear right okay. while it while yeah. it you know, pounds it with frequencies. Yeah, and and so the thing is, it was. Uh, we're talking the reference speakers they use were these. Oh, they Elax, were nice. They yeah, were nice. it was like three to four thousand dollar reference speakers, Dolby Atmos. You know, again, yeah. five point one point two. And the whole on top. the whole room was tuned. Like uh, I remember, uh, Susie uh, came you know came in to see the demo, and she's like, "Where should I?" Yeah, from yeah. Creative. I'm sorry. Uh, she came in to see the demo, and she asked the the technician, "She like where should where should I sand?" Because you know it's already been tuned for everything that's in already in that room. Mm-hmm. So you, if you move, you know, anything in there, it, it kind of breaks it. Yeah. Wow. I just, so for me, I just got to say like, like, although I, I don't think the wonder woman clip worked for me. Cause I think it was just not the greatest track, not the greatest, but the, they, they played one Dolby Atmos uh, track and it was just phenomenal. So you listen on the, on this again, we're talking a high end Dolby Atmos system. You're listening, they're playing this clip and it's just, the positional is fantastic because you have speakers literally on top of the ceiling mm-hmm. and you put the headphones on and it was, you know, some people will say it's indistinguishable. I actually found I preferred the headphones for for the positioning over a true 5.1.2 Dolby Atmos system. I mean, the, the, the only, wild. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, because I mean, you, you can, you know, like we were thinking of practical applications and it's like when I watch movies, I like to have it loud uh, and my wife likes to have it real soft. So it's like, well, we can load up our profiles, both be wearing head- headphones and experience the, the movie the way we want to experience it. But uh, I mean, the only thing you miss uh, by doing that is that you do get the the actual physical audio push from a, a true surround sound with with a woofer you know the right. the, the waves it creates you, you can feel it against your body you're not going to get that in here you know uh so you, you don't get that nice rumble but at least you get the the positional was was spot on right and it the if it ever comes out hopefully it does oh, it'll it, be it 150 better. bucks they're it saying better. it's gonna be bus powered plug into a smartphone it'll be in a pc it's i mean you know yeah it's like magic stuff you know, hopefully they didn't like pump the room full of some kind of gas to make us all like believe the thing. But it really was phenomenal. No, I mean, the, the, it, it's it's, it's physics. It, it's yeah. ju- it's it's not even it's not one of those stupid. You know, oh, we're gonna take a stereo signal and try to virtualize. You know, surround. That's all junk. Anyone who's ever used that stuff knows that it's junk. This is saying, hey, you know what? We're gonna map out a physical space. We're gonna take that two D 
uh, or the, the, the stereo signal and map it out like you would on, on a 5.1 thing. So, I mean, you still have to have five, a 5.1 mix. They, they played, what was it, Steely Dan? Yeah. Uh, which was still just a stereo-like recording, and they, they put it on a 5.1. So, I mean, it, it was a nice, you know, surround, but to get those actual things, you still need a 5, 5.1 signal uh, to map to it. Yeah. Uh, so but that was really good, too, because that Steely Dan clip, it felt like you were... In the front row of the audience of a concert, it really did feel like it. Well, and, and the applic—I mean, the applications can keep going. I'm sorry, Brad. The uh, you know, it, once you understand it, you can you can then say, okay, well, I want to listen to it on this kind of speakers. I want to listen to it on a you know seven point one. I want to listen, you know, or even mapping out the rooms. You know, I, I want I want to see you know what it would sound like in a huge hall in a in a in a small cave. You know what I mean? Just like you can change up all those variables because you understand how it's going to affect you know you so but adam i understand one thing i did hear from creative ryan pulled me aside to say hey this is going to be awesome secrets we're only going to sell it with the bfgd so the only <laughs> adam is going to be able to get it is by bfgd oh. then he can get it yeah that's it the one thing i find interesting about that is the three of y'all who went and tried it out i was Gordon, just kidding adam, Mike, yeah good every single one of y'all came out of there and said that is the coolest thing I've seen to CES. Yes, and you guys have down. seen, you know, liquid-cooled machines, all the things we've been talking about on this show. And y'all came out of this audio, you know, demo and said, that's the best thing I've experienced. And that says a lot to me. Well, and I was looking, you know, for other people writing it up and, like, you know, chatter out there. And the, the chatter's not there like like it should be, you know. Like, it, it's so easy to look at the BFGD, you know, because it's like, oh, the idea of it or, you know, a, a cool water cooled laptop. But, you know, it is one of the audio is one of those things that you have to experience it. Uh, so that that's a bummer. But, you know, I mean, they, they said they're going to hopefully bring it by, you know, whenever the, the tech gets ready. And, you know, we'll, we'll try yeah, to figure we'll, out a way. We'll do it here on the show. We'll, do, yeah. we'll try. But I got it. It's true, though, because, I mean, I somebody said, hey, what's the coolest thing you saw? I said, well, dude, I just checked this out. And, you know, people are immediately like, yeah. whatever. You're full of it. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, okay, I thought like you can tell me something cool. Right? People do not believe you about audio stuff. It is so nope. personal. So it's hard. People have been sold, frankly, snake oil for years. Yeah. Right. Oh, whatever, whatever. Push People that Dolby burned. button. Yeah. You push that Dolby button and your 1978 Corolla <laughs> didn't do anything. Well, in my car, there actually are different settings that, you know, and then they're called like Music Hall, you yeah. know, and and, they, and and it does change the way the sound sounds, you yeah. know, in my car. But, but I mean, that's, yeah. Voodoo. yeah. Well, but I'm, but they're also not trying to map it to a, you know, a, a, a um, positional space, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, they're that just putting cool different levels of reverb yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. This technology in a car, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh, but yeah. So my, uh, can I do another pick real quick? Sure. Or does somebody else want to go next? So I don't no. keep blabbing. Come on, make it quick. Okay. Make the other quick. cool thing, sorry. The <laughs> other cool thing I saw was, uh, I liked it. Uh, I don't think everyone else was, was as impressed was the project, Razor's Project Linda. Oh, okay. That's uh, I, controversial you know, pick. Yeah, controversial I, I kind of, I, I, I've, I, we have not gotten so what is it? What a Razor phone to get in for testing, but the idea is that it's a laptop that's missing the trackpad, uh, and where that would go is that you put the Razor phone in, uh, in and it, it plugs in a USB, uh, and then it, it shows up on, on your screen. So in the laptop itself is just a, you know a 120 hertz 
when it if it comes out screen <laughs> that matches the the resolution of of the phone. I can't remember the exact specs off the top of my head, uh, but it just has you know a huge battery in it that can power it up to four times. And a little bit of storage uh, too, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, two hundred gigs of storage, uh, USB A uh, port, USB C port, and a headphone jack. So I mean, there's not much in the laptop itself, but it's still. I mean, at first glance, you, it looks like a, a razor blade. Uh, stealth, uh, you know, from their lineup, yeah. and then yeah, the the actual phone turns into the trackpad of the laptop, you know. It, that I think is cool. We, we've seen you know docks for phones that oh, yeah. turn into laptops before, and they were all kind of janky. This one looks really good. Yeah, but I mean, e- e- even I John, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence decks. because I kind of think that every Android laptop that I've tried has been garbage. So yeah, that that I, is the biggest drawback that it's literally just essentially making your phone a large Android tablet laptop like right. you know so you're not getting a desktop experience like e- even like samsung decks when you dock it you still get like a windows analogy of a desktop and and movable windows so this still is just android but at the same time i mean you know if, if i need to type up something more you know or, or i want to do i mean they, they had vainglory running uh and you could pair a bluetooth mouse with it you know and i yeah. play vain vainglory so uh yeah i i, I like to i you know i mean it depends on price if it's 500 then right. it's like oh nope right yeah <laughs> but, so you know if it's uh, a couple hundred bucks and you know I, I think it could be worth it yeah I, for, for, I mean good lord if you can get that thing for 200 dollars, i'd be excited for it yeah but it's Razer, right? The Razer Core is five hundred dollars, and it's just a yeah. GPU cabinet. It's like the most beautiful built GPU cabinet you've ever seen in your life. But it's five hundred dollars. Is this thing really going to be? I mean, are you going to go? Are you going to stretch it out? Would you pay four hundred dollars for it? No, Adam? Or no, that, yeah. No. At that point, it's then it's kind of like no. Yeah. I'll just get a real I, laptop. I, I think I mean. that the top end they can probably sell it for realistically is three hundred. Yeah, uh, that's a lot of hardware for three hundred dollars. Yeah. That's a lot of hardware. But uh, you know, honestly, honestly, for Razer. The the Razer phone uh, in the phone space is actually a pretty good deal for the hardware that you're getting. Yeah. So because I, I thought when we were going to go see the phone, it was going to be like, oh, well, it's going to be an over overpriced Razer phone. Uh, but actually, you know, it's pretty competitive as a phone. So maybe they continue with that and make this accessory, you know, more competitive. But I, I, I don't know. Right. It's just tough. I think it's. But price is going to be that big barrier. So, mm-hmm. all right, Adam has already Sorry. been. I'm done yapping. Monopolizing all of the cool CES stuff. Anybody still awake? <laughs> We're all here. No, yes, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Melissa, you want to go? Yes, actually, Adam can help me with this. Uh-huh. Um, so, Adam and I went to see Acer at CES twice. And th- twice, because <laughs> because uh, uh, they had. They had lots of stuff, but yep. uh, the first time we went there, we saw uh, two new gaming PCs that they're coming out with, and I was having trouble choosing which one to talk about, and since Adam did two things, we'll kind of do two here, too. One of them was the Predator Orion 9000 desktop. This is going to be their flagship gaming desktop. With wheels. <laughs> You're a spoiler. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, uh, okay, never mind. Adam, it. go away. So, uh, this is their new flagship gaming desktop. They've been... <laughs> they've been selling it in Europe. They're bringing it here. Um, we actually saw it at IFA last year, and they've changed a few things. They were going to have four graphics cards as a possibility in it, and they've nixed that for some reason. They wouldn't say why. But now their top thing is only <laughs> two GTX 1080 10Is and SLI. So, you know, that's a pretty good consolation prize. Uh, but um, I just loved this desktop. I mean, Gaming rigs are usually beautiful because people are putting money into it. They're putting their passion into it. But I was literally running my hands along the inside of the case looking for 
you know, just to feel it. And they'd shaved everything down. I wasn't cut anywhere, although I actually found a little thing they forgot to shave. I said, hey, you forgot. They're like, oh, oh, we have to go fix that. But, um, you know, they have five fans in it. Uh, and two of them are in the front and they glow, which is fun, but they have this little hood inside the desktop. So all that air that's coming in the front, part of it is routed in back of the motherboard to help cool the motherboard. The power supply is hooded and down at the bottom and it has its own ventilation system, but it's kind of, you know, it's got this cool uh, predator uh, hood on it. Uh, It looks really great. They have three more fans, two on the top. So it's almost like you got a helicopter desktop thing going on. Uh, And it has handles on the top because we're pretty sure it weighs almost 50 pounds. And yes, Adam spoiled my favorite feature on it, which is that it has two (laughs) wheels in the back, very discreet in the back of the lower back corner of the desktop so that you can lift it by one of the handles on the top and just roll it along. And I, I love that. I love that. And that's, I really hope I see that in the airport someday. Somebody, <laughs> the handle pops I up. Think and you're, kinda... you're supposed to just roll it down the driveway of your friend's house to the land party. Um, you know, maybe roll it from your living room to your person cave. Well, and Brad, you'd be surprised by the amount of people I see walking around Soma uh, with IMAX. Like they're just they're just carrying an iMac at, at, at like a bear oh. hug, you know. So I've seen really? a picture of that once, and it's ludicrous. It happens way more than you would uh, than you would realize. <laughs> yeah. So now they can just roll it around. They can just roll yeah. it by the back wheels. But it was it was about attention to detail. So someone who's been reviewing desktops for as long as I have, you know, and we used to actually go in and check on you know everything about how they'd arranged it inside the case. And uh, I mean, obviously, this is a demo, and they spiffed it up um but uh just you know again like the finish on it and the the thoughtful things like the wheels and the handles and the positioning of the fans and and making sure you routed some air behind the motherboard to help with the thermals and these are all things that that meant a lot to me made me feel like acer had put some thought into it and the reason i mentioned that is because last year at ces they had the predator 21x which was this crazy eight thousand dollar laptop with a mechanical keyboard had it had two 1080 ti's and sli it had a curved display uh, it was 21 inches wide two power bricks that, that was the two power, yeah, bricks. Two, <laughs> two power bricks uh power incidentally bricks. uh in case you're wondering uh and uh they only made 300 of them but acer told us that they had sold not only had they sold all 300 oh but some of them were sold through this um a guy who does custom paint jobs on laptops. So he bought it and then painted it for someone and then turned around and sold it for like $14,000, yep. $14,000. Yep. So, um, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And so I understand, I gotta find some pictures of that. Yeah. I mean, so I understand that there are, um, uh, you know, gaming PC companies that have been around a lot longer in this space than Acer has. Acer is fairly young to the gaming space. Um, And you could have seen the Predator 21X as some kind of stunt. But then you see the Predator Orion 9000. You see that they're paying attention to it. And you can also see in the other PC they showed to us, the Nitro 5 uh, gaming laptop. This is a casual gaming laptop. Um, so it's not, it doesn't have two 1080 TIs and SLI, but it does have an RX 560 discrete graphics. Um, it, it ha- comes with a choice of Intel and Ryzen mobile, uh, oh, okay. CPUs, you know, it doesn't have a mechanical keyboard, um, but it has a really nice 15.6 inch display. 
uh, and it's under a thousand bucks. And yeah, and the starting price is seven ninety nine. So you know you're probably the price is going to go up a little bit from there. There's probably a model that costs around a thousand or eleven hundred or something. But I think the point is is that you have a chance to do some decent gaming on a laptop for eight hundred bucks. Oh, okay. And, so and, and they're so taking it seriously. So they're taking it seriously, and um, uh, and you don't have to spend eight thousand dollars. So I, I just, I, I admired that Acer seems to be taking the gaming thing seriously. Uh, and instead of that uh, red, they um, uh, the on the on the back oh. of the nitro, they you know it had a nice because I don't know the the predator red is usually like a real bright red. Yeah, I feel like that that strip on the back of the nitro was a nice like. Uh, like a, I don't know, like a like a more burgundy. Yeah, you know, they had the nitro more, had this nice matte red hinge on it, but actually the um, Predator Orion nine thousand had a teal and black mm-hmm. color scheme, and they're kind of moving toward that because I mean, honestly, everyone does red and black. It's, yeah. it's over. So um, well, and the the Orion nine thousand uh, we found during the video. You should look watch the video on YouTube. Uh, we found a, a little thing that ejects in the front to hold your uh, oh yeah your headphones. Yeah, which it is has super a headphone cool. stand. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that's uh, yeah. It's, it's a little yeah. thing. Well, and I was going to say that the um, uh, the comments on the, the YouTube video, people were a little upset that it didn't go over 9,000. Uh, you know, it was Aww. right at 9,000. Sorry, it's a, a stupid <laughs> meme, whatever, an internet joke. Right, uh, right. Well, and that <laughs> system starts at $2,000 and goes up to 3000 they think. So only a fraction of the cost of the Acer only Predator 21X. Only a fraction 21X. of the cost of the Predator 21X <laughs> and weighs about the same. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, sure, I would go. Brad will be last because he's on the right. We're going left to right, it looks like. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I got two picks. Speaking of badass PCs, so I got two, and I really I have a tough time picking between them. First one, I got. I really think uh, Digital Storms Project Spark, which is a liquid-cooled 1080-class gaming rig that is the size. I, I heard people say shoebox. I think it's actually smaller than shoebox. I would say box of a, you know, one of those bat. A box fat. with an X? Well, a Kleenex box, a fat Kleenex box. Okay. It, it was just super tiny. It's It was liquid-cooled. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I mean, it's just because it's it's a liquid-cooled machine that is just like this big. It was just simply like, wow, this is awesome. Custom-built, uh, micro STX, uh, 1080, and an MXM module, you know, uh, Coffee Lake version. Uh, it's just it's like, wow, it's amazing to miniaturize that much. Uh, of course, 1080, you, I, I think... Um, MSI actually introduced introduce a 1080 version of their Trident, mm. but this is water cooled, so it's going to be really quiet and you know custom, it looks, it looks custom nice and water custom. It's custom water cooled. It's not a CLC, so it's a custom water cooled, you know, miniature PC. I got to say, I I love that it's it's awesome. And then the really close second, maybe even better, is Main Gear's F131. I uh, we oh I didn't see that one. Oh yeah, I was, the last day I was you know everybody was hungover, but I, for me I was hungover, <laughs> and it's like. It's like, it's just beautiful because what it was, it's again, everybody's doing custom PCs. It's a custom, you know, I wouldn't say small four factor, but you know, it's maybe it's about this big and maybe like six inches, you know, wide. And it was designed from the ground up to be custom liquid cooled. And the awesome thing they did is like they start with the base, you know, steel chassis wrapped in aluminum. Mm -hmm. And then they have this big, huge, you know, acrylic block that they milled all of the the reservoir and the flow meter and the temperature gauge. It's just simply this big, huge cool block that you feed all the liquid into and then you do all your custom liquid cooling from Mm -hmm. that. It looks spectacular because then it's it's clear, so all the light shines through it. You can put different colored liquids in there, and then the the machine itself, you know, the 
the big trend now is no longer to actually put cards in the slots. So you mount, mount them vertically. It had two, you know, custom liquid cool 1080 Ti's mounted vertically. And of course, you know, you know, main gears, you know, claim to fame is they really kind of pushed this exotic car look. They had like six different machines that were just like, just stunning, right? You just like, these things are just beautiful. They look like, you know, high end, you know, million dollar exotic cars. Every one of them single, every single one different and unique. And this, and all built on this new F-131 chassis. Mm -hmm. That's just, it's, it was just really stunning. You know, I don't know it's because I was hungover, but I just, I got to say, I thought, I wish I had the pictures to show right now, but it's just like, just beautiful, you know, because all was all the chrome hard tubing and everything and everything's just lit perfectly. And we're talking, we're talking, you know, Coffee Lake or probably, you know, whatever big socket if you wanted to. It's a micro ATX motherboard and then two full size video cards, liquid, you know, liquid cooled mm -hmm. in, a, in a little tiny box, not a small spark, but this is a lot more power because you're talking 1080 Ti's liquid cooled, you know. Well, so. And the liquid cooling was a uh, pink, correct? They had, oh, they had every color. They had every color. Every okay. Color. I mean, this this is a company. They built a um, special Coca Cola machines. <laughs> they built these Coke mod machines. If you got to look it up, look they up. Were Main Gear Coke. Yeah. They were bad. Main so, Gear Coke. Give you an idea of this. <clears throat> they were telling me that that machine they built for Coca Cola, uh, the glass they use, they actually use the same glass <laughs> that Coca Cola bottles are made out of. Oh. So they melted. I guess they oh, got this glass cool. in the glass for the whatever the any glass that was using it was actually the coca-cola mm. bottle and then they got the colored dye from coca-cola that they used to make coca-cola mm -hmm. and then that's what they made the liquid cooling out of wow yeah wow. that's attention to detail right that is attention <laughs> cool. to detail and, and then it's funny because they that said like we had pretty. to actually put a warning it's like do not drink not coca-cola <laughs> that is pretty which is like are you really who's gonna drink the liquid out of their computer but you know well, and the, the who's gonna think it's actually coca-cola there's so. like a reservoir at the top uh that is shaped like a coke bottle with like the coke sticker on it yeah, yes that's pretty awesome yes so but i mean this f-131 is just it looks exotic the nice thing is it actually can actually be almost like they're gonna actually they're thinking about selling it as a as a kit like if somebody wants to uh buy just the case and the cooler. We know Apex Cooling. They they may do it at some point. Most of these vendors, they only want to sell yeah. it with a machine because clearly they like making money. So um, <laughs> that's a plus. But I, I I was really this Project Spark Digital Storms Project Spark just outstanding. Manger F one thirty one just like just really probably the the nicest machine I think I saw at CES. Nice. So spectacular. Brad. Well, Brad. My pick is going to seem awfully anticlimactic compared oh, to y'all's crazy things. I didn't actually go to CES this year, unfortunately. But uh, we missed I was able you, to live vicariously through y'all's spectacular PC World coverage. Uh, and the thing I always look forward to at CES is the ridiculous crap. Like a couple of years ago, I was at CES, and MSI had an SLI bridge with a fan on it. And, like, <laughs> up and it's just ridiculous and over the top. And it shouldn't exist, but I'm glad that it does. That's the kind of stuff that I yeah. love. And for me this year, that was Asus put out a bezel-free monitor kit. So it's basically an acrylic. You guys saw it. It's yeah, we did a, a video on acrylic uh, prisms, like prisms, prisms, pr acrylic prisms that go along the edge of your monitor in multi-monitor setups, mm -hmm. uh, and they're set at a certain angle to create an optical illusion so that your monitor edges disappear and it's more immersive that way. Yeah. So when you're looking left or right across your monitor setup, you don't see those ugly black, you know, jarring seams down the middle. Mm -hmm. And it's not perfect. I mean, I was watching you guys' video of it. it it's kind of blurry there. It looks a little low res, but 
it seemed much more immersive to me at least watching the video right and i'd never thought of that uh but now that i see it i actually really badly want to buy that for my own personal <laughs> setup blows my mind i love it and it's simple it's just acrylic strips would connect by plastic tabs and that's all yeah. it takes and yeah that makes me that's I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah, I, and I got to say, that's it was really because, you know, I saw it in person and we took it off and it was just like, it really is like, yeah, is it perfect? No. Is it as good as a 49-inch panel? But no, it's not. But it's, it's probably going to be 100 ingenious. bucks. It's, it's an ingenious yeah, solution. You, you got to appreciate Yeah, yeah. It's like, that is so clever because otherwise, if you have three panels with bezels, you're just going to be staring at bezels all day and it really does help. So I, I got to give Asus props for it. That's really, yeah. that was really I super clever. I love it's it. The they said they're doing it to uh, ga gauge interest. I hope, uh, hey, Asus, I'm interested. Put that out. I'll buy one. <laughs> yeah. They're, they said, like, yeah, the reaction is like, oh, we're going to do it. Cause, and they're also, so right now, they're sort of size for the 24.5 inch um, mm -hmm. panels that they have. And they should, like, we'll probably make other sizes for larger monitors. So ideally, uh, it works best with their monitors, you know, because the, if it's built for that size, mm -hmm. but there's really nothing to stop you from doing it with a, with an, another monitor. The angle is pretty extreme. It's about 130 degrees. So it does kind of wrap around you, but it's pretty clever. Mm -hmm. And I got, actually, I do want to say another little sort of clever, a little tiny, it's little things. I was at iBuyPower and they showed me, it's like, oh yeah, we're doing these. And they were like, we were looking at the machine and they're like, what's what's the last thing we can RGB? <laughs> and it's like, oh, we could do the combs for the power supply. So the, basically, the, what? so if you have braided power supply cables, <laughs> who, who would have those? So uh, people do. People do. If you have the braided power supply cables and you have the things that hold them in place and make them cool so they're mm -hmm. straight, no, they don't look like, you know, a mess. Those are called combs. So like, we're going to RGB those. <laughs> so they actually took yes. those, they RGB'd them. And, and the nice thing is if you have white cables, the light kind of shines through and it yeah. almost looks like the power supply cable, even though it's not lit up, is kind of lit up. But it was ridiculous because they were saying like, yeah, we're like, what else? What's left? The final frontier. The, the in feet. RGB. The, uh, the rubber feet you on got the bottom mouse of the case. Oh, yeah, yeah the, I'm sure that's just what's left. I am I'm behind that idea as well. That's the <laughs> okay. stuff that I love at CES. And I'm going to actually probably spend some of my Christmas cash to get some custom cable mods. Oh, really? Do nice. My system, Adam, so... Nice. It is a big thing with uh, enthusiasts who are doing fancy things. Uh, you know, I what I personally like, I appreciate it, was the trend. I saw probably five or six different vendors had power supply um, baffles. That was a, that oh, was a big yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what that is, is like from them, they're pushing it. It's like, this lets you uh, baffle off your power supply so the heat from the power supply doesn't affect the rest of your components. What it says for me is your lazy ass didn't do cool wiring. You can just cover <laughs> all that crap up with this cowl. Well, that's, I think that's what they had with the Predator Orion 9000. The power did, supply yeah, was, yeah. was covered so right. that it's, it wouldn't mar the look of the inside of the Right, system. right. And what it is, is like if you ever look inside of some new cars, if you open, if you pop the, the, the hood yeah, on the car. there's a huge cover. And there's a huge cover because you don't want to look at like 50 million wires running around. So let's just <laughs> yeah. cover it up. It's like when somebody comes over to your house and you just kind of like cover stuff up. Uh -huh. it's, it's the way to do well, it. they could it's RGB the that. Yeah, they RGB the cowl. That would yeah, be the thing. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you know, Gordon, One day my grandma showed up at my house unexpected and my wife yelled at me because I threw all the dirty dishes into the oven and closed it. Perfect. Oh, oh that is clever. Everyone that's a good does tip. that. Yep, yep. It's Brad, a good, that it's is a good a, trick. You really, that should go in a blog post or something. <laughs> Here's what you do. Um, get something else in this closet? <laughs> <laughs> Don't open that closet! <laughs> Brad, did you have any more picks from CES? 
that was it for me. We've covered pretty much everything that I would have picked between the various segments. So, but for me, that Asus thing, that's the one thing coming out of CES that's not one of the major things that I really want to buy. Yep. <laughs> you know, I'm 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 surprised we uh uh, we we missed a, a really big blind spot, which uh, a lot of people in chat were saying was their favorite was the uh, HTC Vive Pro. Oh, which uh, Gordon got to use. I I talk about that for a second. It, I considered it. Yeah, it's basically an upgraded Vive. You know, higher res mm-hmm. PPI six yep. eighteen versus four ish. Yeah, new lenses. And actually, yeah, I I do want to ask you because I I gotta say I I really do think the screen door effect, which is you know yeah. everything looking heavily pixelized greatly greatly reduced i think it looked yeah. great uh adam i think he's still i mean it, it, it was there but it was definitely reduced for sure i mean right because pixel density i mean it, that's yeah that's important yeah because like on a, in a you know today's vibe if you're looking at some menus it can get a little hard you can definitely when yeah. things things get small in the ui it's not great yeah and this really you know it's cool it's got headphones there's a wireless option which they're selling for both original vibe new vibe yeah uh, I liked it. It was awesome. I mean, I think the deal breaker really the reason why I'm like not totally excited for it yet is no price. No price. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't know how much that thing's going to cost. Yeah. I'm glad they're doing it because, you know, everybody's kind of been waiting for yeah. them to make it, a move. So it really fixes like the vibe, I think, is still the strongest actual virtual reality experience because of its room scale. But it wasn't perfect. It had a few issues. Yes. Like, the the cheap elastic strap and it had no headphones and it had the screen door effect just like everyone did and i think the vibe pro fixes all of the glaring flaws that are left with the vive and it finally feels like a complete good headset yeah is my impression of the thing and i'm excited to see it i'm not excited to see where they price it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> with you and, and the weight is definitely better so they've it's more center weighted it is lighter and then also because it's you know it's not as heavy in the front it it feels a lot lighter on your head than the original vibe. So well, there's and, just a lot and the, of pluses. Uh, talk about the small details. The uh, the way you tighten it down instead of doing the Velcro thing, uh, it's just like a, a little twist in the back. Right. It, it that felt good and it, it felt stable when you put it on. Uh, I got to say, I was talking to Hayden uh, about the announcement, and he was saying in the press materials, the uh, the color blue of the headset is just like super ugly and overdone in their marketing materials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in in real life, it, it was a lot more subdued. Yeah, a lot it more was, subdued. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the other thing that they had, which is interesting, I, we didn't really concentrate, is they they have a new portal they're doing. So the well, the Vive portal. Vive port. Vive port. And the big deal is... It's not new. It, what is it? But no. the big deal is we're going to rent you games, sort of, right? So yeah. six, five a games? Subscription. Five yeah, subscription. they've been doing service. that, though. Oh, is it they've been doing it? Oh, well, then. Yeah. yeah. Well, New headset, then. Uh, yeah, new headsets, cool, integrated audio, yeah, and I mean the biggest thing, uh, it fit your glasses, it, it fit, fit your yes. normal glasses. Yes, I've never been able to successfully fit these into the original Vive, so that it does. So it's, I definitely must be physically a little bit bigger to accommodate larger, larger uh, glasses. So that's a that's a good thing too. Um, but nice. how much? Uh, you know the price. If it if the thing is six hundred dollars, oh, and and just so people know, if you have the original Vive setup, it works to the original base stations. Up to four, in fact, I believe. Yep. So uh, they're going to sell you just the headset without the the base stations because they figure most people just want the, the original without the ones and without the yeah the ones just because people they don't need all that they just want the better headset. So that's how it's going to come to consumers first, and then sold as a package later this year. Yeah, yeah, it's being sold to Vive owners first, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah. Hmm. Huh. Cool. All right. Cool. Well, that was a show. That was a show. That was a lot of. That is a lot. Oh. A lot of show a for a lot show. of CES week. It yeah. was a great show. Intel and AMD had big announcements. There was some really great hardware there. 
Well, and we, we had a lot of people asking if we were going to cover the uh, uh, the whole Spectre thing, uh, you know. So oh. ma- maybe in the next maybe show next we, we can kind of cover that. But yeah, this there's a lot of CES, a lot of CES to cover. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah maybe talk we'll about do that. one next week. Yeah, I think we should definitely. Plus, I, I, I have literally not been able to read anything on it that much. So. <laughs> I have not been able to get away from it for a minute of my life <laughs> over the past week. <laughs> I, I will say everybody was talking about it. So, yes, I don't want to mm-hmm. sidetrack us because that's another yeah. hour and a half discussion. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a big deal. It ain't going away. So, oh, we could talk about it next week yeah. or Perfect. a month from yeah. now. It'll Perfect. still be here in a month that we can talk about, I suspect. So. Anyway, I'm going to take us out. If I have it in my notes, I do it. Do Do it. Yes. Check back in two weeks for your fix of PC talk on the full nerd for audio listeners. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Also leave a review. Every time you do, someone successfully overclocks a Ryzen to five gigahertz. (laughs) Not actually true, but do it anyway. Also listen to us on Google Play and Stitcher. Send questions and comments to the full nerd at PC World. Once again, the full nerd at PCWorld.com. I will actually check it once in a while. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Ung. Wait, yeah. Brad is shaking his head. I will check it every week we'll read them on the show thanks for coming i'm gordon Young with brad charkas adios melissa rufrio and andrew patrick marty will take us out one spin one final spin oh Oh, jesus jesus i love it i love it enough of that bye guys (laughs) 